Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the last day of the year, of twenty twenty-two, and to remember it with kindly thoughts, let's take a flight, shall we, to Mount Carmel? Maybe not. Nothing. I was going to read something of Mount Carmel, the scapulars. Yeah. I still can't figure out whether I'm wearing the scapular I'm wearing. Is it a brown or a black? But I can't find anything on black. But I found something on the brown scapular, the Mount Carmel, right? I I don't I don't know. That's why I need to read on it. I just found a bag somewhere. All junk. Well, like just random stuff in a bag somewhere. Isn't that cool? Remember the stuff that uh, Tutu found and like his stuff, you know. Anyway, don't worry about it. Happy New Year, everyone. Today is the second week of the New Year, and let me see if I can get my phone to work. We are introducing. A new phase, let's call it. What am I staring at? I'm staring at him with his hands outstretched, with a scar in the middle, and it says, "Focus on me, not on the storm." Behind him is the biggest wave ever, which reminds me of that video that we saw, which with the biggest wave ever, and this surfer dude, he was like, they had to zoom out so far to catch the enormity of this wave that. The guy looked like a teeny weeny little thing. You couldn't even see the guy. You could only see the wake of him on the water. The surfer guy, right? Cowabunga! What's up, Callaway? And, anyways, it was amazing. I just also watched that movie, Abominable, which I was like, okay, I would be like Yi in the movie, and. I'm like, who's this abominable? And then, hello, shout out to Canadians. What's up? About time, about time. Voices.com. Uh, yeah, I still can't use my phone. Okay. Um. Right, can't have silence on airtime, can we? Uh, my DJ experience would be from a uh, high school. Uh. In a. Shout out to Socks and their awesome uh, new podcast sound booth. <laughs> I can picture myself in there right now. Right? That's exactly how I pictured it, except I would make it like all transparent, but you can't have that, right? Because, right? I was trying to solve that. And they have awesome ventilation on top, man. And it's spacious. That was the only thing I didn't like about the sound booths I saw was they were kind of claustrophobic, you know? But this one's so roomy. You could put like at least four people in there with all their equipment, and they still be have roomy stuff. You know, I mean, usually you don't interview more than about four people because, you know, on Zoom it gets real small. And you can be like, "Yeah, who's that?" <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. Can I can I read what I was gonna read yet? No. All right. Fine. Um, yeah. So uh, whoever's listening, thank you so much for listening. Celestior here. Uh, or Celestina, you know, shout out to my Celine, what's up? All right, um, okay, so I, it looks like I cannot access what I wanted to read, so I'm gonna 
attempt to turn off this recording, which I can neither do. Great. Okay. Honey, can you fix my phone? Can you push it or something? I can't even stop my recording. Preface The work of our eternal salvation is a business of great importance, and the one thing necessary of which our Savior speaks. Luke 42. We ought solicitously to lay hold on all those means and helps which God of his infinite mercy hath been pleased to furnish us with for the promoting of so mighty an affair. Conformable to what the apostle exhorts us to. Second Peter 1.10 Qua propter fratres Magis satagite. Wherefore, brethren, labor the more. Do whatever lies in your power by good works to make sure of your vocation and election amongst many spiritual exercises which the Holy Ghost hath suggested to the church and which now are in practice amongst good Catholics, that of religious confraternities or sodalities, sorry, solid, sodalities ought to be noted in which many pious persons united themselves together for God's glory, in the place of virtuous and devout actions, they do, in a very particular manner, 
of many members become one mystical body, insomuch that each member is by mutual communication made participant of the prayers, sacrifices, fastings, alms, mortifications, and generally of all the good works and meritorious actions of all the other members, from which common affinity and communication, without doubt, many great benefits doth accrue. For as in a well-ranged army, each soldier in particular may easily be vanquished by the enemy, and nevertheless by the general conjunction of them all, one with another conjunction. The files are rendered impenetrable. The battalions strong, and the army invincible. So, likewise it happens in the spiritual warfare of our souls against the devil, the world, and the flesh. Our sworn enemies, in which those that fight alone one by one, although it be under Christ's banner, and that perhaps with much valor and generosity. Nevertheless, everyone is put to try his strength by himself to combat his adversary's hand to hand and wrestle against his enemies with his own single force. Whereas, in those of holy confraternities, the ability of the one is so knit with the ability of the rest. And the good works of all are so common to everyone in particular that they are all fortified and enabled not only by their own forces, but by each other's strength and assistance. Insomuch that partly by the benefit which everyone doth reap from their own private endeavors, and partly by the great commodities that do arise out of this strict bond and connection with others. Persons do ordinarily in those devout congregations make so great a progress in virtue in a short time that they become not only invincible, but also formidable to their infernal enemies and are known to abound with many celestial graces and benedictions. As our Savior promises, quote, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there, there I am in the midst of them. Matthew 7.20
for this cause. Good Christians have so great an esteem for those religious sodalities that they are very everywhere in Catholic countries, most generally frequented. Or in those countries, most generally frequented. Some enrolling themselves in the confraternity of the most blessed Trinity, others in that of the Rosary. Some take the cord of St. Francis. Others join themselves to the sodalities of the Jesuits or that of the Blessed Sacrament. Everyone according to his particular devotion. But above all other confraternities, that of the Blessed Scapula, S-C-A-P-U-L-A-R, or of the habit of the most blessed and ever-glorious Virgin Mary. Hath for these many years been the popular devotion throughout the whole Christian world, insomuch that all states of life, both secular and ecclesiastical, have continually procured, and with earnest affection, do still desire to be invested with this sacred livery, as indeed livery, and have worn it day and night as a most precious garment, as an earnest pledge from heaven for those that devoutly receive it, both of temporal and spiritual graces, and also of eternal salvation, as the Most Holy Virgin promised to her beloved Son, St. Simon Stock, General of the Order of the Carmelites, by a supernatural revelation, in which she presented him with the Holy Scapular of her order, and a sign of her confraternity about the year 1251. See Carthagena, homily number four, Hamil de Bivi Maria de Monte Carmeli. Wherefore, the singular prerogatives of this holy confraternity of the scapular, above all others, are first that it is no human invention, having its institution immediately from heaven. Secondly, that it is favored with the singular protection of the holy, of the queen of heaven, who is the patroness and advocate of this fraternity. Thirdly, that it hath the promise of eternal salvation. Fourthly, it avails much to abbreviate the expiating pains of purgatory. Finally, ever since its first institution, it hath been favored by Almighty God with many graces and miracles 
insomuch that by means of the sacred scapular, the sick have frequently been restored to their former health. Page 11. Women in travail have been miraculously assisted. This sacred habit also hath appeased violent tempests when it hath been cast into the sea by those that were in danger. Briefly, it is known by daily experience that the scapular is a sovereign preservative and remedy against all the evils of this life. God, of his infinite mercy, grant this small labor may succeed for his glory. To the honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary and patroness of Mount Carmel, and finally, to the eternal salvation of our souls. The office of our Blessed Lady is of great antiquity and was composed by the Catholic Church, directed by the Holy Ghost. It is composed of hymns, H-Y-M-N-S, canticles, anthems, versicles, responsories, and prayers for the sake of order, order in the court, beauty, and variety. According to the advice of the apostle to the Colossians 3.16, sing ye in your hearts to the Lord in spiritual psalms, hymns, and canticles. The office is divided into seven different hours, according to that of the prophet. Seven times in the day I have praised thee, and likewise to represent a memorial of the seven principal parts and of the seven hours of our Savior's passion. For he hung three hours living on the cross. Other three hours he hung dead on the cross. Page 12. And the seventh was spent in nailing him to and taking him down from the cross. Those seven hours are divisions of office. Correspond to the seven stages of the sacred passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, on which we may piously meditate at each canonical hour according to the following order. Vespers, we may consider the Dolores Agony. Oh my 
goodness, my phone's going on crazy again. The scapular of benediction, protection purple. The purple scapular is larger than most scapulars because it can be both worn as well as hung in home. Oh, what's the purple? Okay. Come on, phone. Daddy's sleeping. I can't even turn you off. Oh. Sounds like baby needs me. Okay, gotta go for now. Bye. Hello, welcome back. Today is somewhere in January. Okay, let's see if I can make my phone work. Please work. Okay, I'm having phone trouble. Women, oh, top of page 11. Women in travail have been miraculously assisted. This sacred habit also hath appeased violent tempests when it hath been cast into the sea by those that were in danger. Briefly, it is known by daily experience that the scapular is a sovereign preservative and remedy against all the evils of this life. God, in his infinite mercy, grant that this small labor may succeed for his glory to the honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary and patroness of Mount Carmel. And finally, to the eternal salvation of our souls. The office of our Blessed Lady is of great antiquity and was composed by the Catholic Church directed by the Holy Ghost. It is composed of hymns, canticles, anthems, versiliques, responsories, and prayers. Okay, I can't think of a cool acronym for H-C-A-V-R-P. 
Rav, Chav Rav. Okay, well, anyway, think about it. For the sake of order, beauty, and variety, according to the advice of the apostle to the Colossians in three sixteen, sing ye in your hearts to the Lord, in spiritual psalm, hymns, and canticles. The office is divided into seven, sevenfold gifts, seven different hours, according to that of the prophet. Seven times in the day I have praised thee, and likewise to represent a memorial of the seven principal parts, and of the seven. Hours of our Savior's passion, for he, he, hung three hours from the sixth to the ninth, living on the cross. There's a three to the sixth, right, and then the sixth to the ninth, and then one more hour, right? Okay. Other three hours were hung dead. On the cross. Oh, I skipped. Okay. Wait, second reading. Okay. And the seventh was spent in nailing him to and taking him down from the cross. These seven hours are divisions of office. Correspond to the seven stages of the sacred passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, on which we may piously meditate at each canonical hour, according to the following order: At vespers, we may consider the dolorous agony or sorrowful agony. And bloody sweat of our Lord in the garden, which he suffered in the vesper time, or evening, at or evening. Okay, vesper, A.K.A. evening. At complain, complain. You got something to complain? Complain, the treacherous kiss of Judas. Yeah, I got something to complain about. And the capture of our Lord at Martins, Martinis, anyone? And Lords, Lords, the false accusations against Christ in the courts of Annas, Annas, and Caiaphas, Annas, 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 and Caiaphas. And the barbarous cruelty of the Jews all the night. At the prime, at prime, okay. So the third one is prime. Our Savior brought in the morning before Pilate and Herod, and his humility in being treated like a fool, and degraded before Barabbas. At terse, T 
T-E-R-C-E, his cruel scourging and crowning of thorns, and his condemnation to the cross. At sext, S-E-X-T, his bearing the cross to Mount Calvary and the nailing of his hands and feet thereof, which was executed about the sixth hour. At noon, N-O-N-E, like noon, none of my business, I don't think so, N-O-N-E, noon, Nune, his crucifixion and death, which happened about the ninth hour, and his sacred burial. Prayer before the office. Open, O Lord, our mouths to bless thy holy name. Cleanse our hearts from all vain and distracted thoughts. Enlighten our understandings. Inflame our wills that we may worthily perform this holy office with attention and devotion and may deserve to be heard in the presence of thy divine majesty, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. End of page 13. A Short Treatise on the Scapular, Chapter 1. A Compendious Narration of the Origin and Progress of the Holy Order of Carmelites. Carmelites in which the confraternity of the scapular is erected. The ancient order of the Blessed Virgin was begun and founded on the Mount of Carmel about 930 years before the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for which cause... The professors of the order are commonly called Carmelites, taking their denomination, as it have happened to other orders, from the place where their institutes were first founded. The institutor of it was the great prophet 
Elias, who three times made fire come down, to come down from heaven, to confound the idolaters, who by his prayers hindered rain. For the space of three years, who was carried away in a fiery chariot? Uh huh, just like the movie. Fiery chariot, and it, and is yet preserved alive, to come and preach before the day of judgment. The faith of Jesus Christ. Against, dun 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 da, enter capital A C Antichrist, and his adherents. Top of page sixteen. This holy prophet, praying on Mount Carmel. As is related in Kings four eighteen, saw a a little cloud rise from the sea, which he knew from a prophetical notion to signify the glorious Virgin Mary, who was to spring forth out. Of the infected, bitter sea of our corrupt nature, without any corruption, and like an auspicious cloud, being resolved with the force of the Holy Ghost's descent on her, she was to water this barren world. With the heavenly dew, <sighs> of the expected Messiah. Wherefore, by the express command of Almighty God, he presently presently began to institute. A religious congregation, which was to be dedicated to the honor of this sacred virgin, as it is at large related by John, the forty-fourth patriarch of Jerusalem. They ortu. Monachorum, chapter thirty-two. And, for as much as we affirm Elias to have been the author of monastic discipline, as it is asserted by many holy fathers.
Okay, we'll end it here. Goodbye. I can't even... Goodbye! Where is that magic spot? Alright, can I keep going? Can I? Can I? Yes, I can. Okay, zoom out. Great, just don't touch it anymore. Okay, great. St. Athanasius in Vita. Vegas! St. Antonii. St. Hieron. Epis ad Paulinum, which is De Institutione Monaci Cassianus, Lib. 1, De Origen, Cap. 15, and others. These dis disciples and successors of Elias are named in the Holy Scriptures, sons of the prophets. And they so much multiplied in a short time that their glorious founder, before his translation, it is thought, before his translation into the tran into this into the terrestrial paradise, had the consolation to see convents erected in Bethel. Jericho, Gilgal, and Samaria. As may be seen in the fourth book of Kings, chapter 2, Elias being taken away in a whirlwind, and Elisius succeeded him, not only in the double spirit of prophecy and miracles, but also in the government of the prophetical order as it is sufficiently expressed in the second book of the fourth book, second chapter of the fourth book of Kings. Okay, can I scroll? No. Elias being taken up in a world when Elisius succeeded him, not only in the double spirit of prophecy and miracles, top of page 17, but also in the government of the prophetical order. Order. As it is sufficiently expressed in the second chapter of the fourth book of Kings, in which he much augmented by his authority, in 4 Kings chapter 4, special mention is made of the miracles that he did in favor of those who lived in Galgala. And in the 6th chapter of the same book, we read how he went to erect a new house near the river of Jordan. The order being been grown so numerously that their former houses would not satisfy to lodge them conveniently. After the death of Elisius, Jonas, the prophet, is affirmed by many to have had the general government of the order. This Jonas, is this Jonah from the whale? Yeah. This Jonas was the son of the widow Sarepta, I think so at least, in Sidon, whom St. Elias restored to health, I'm sorry, to life. And afterwards, he was his follower and individual companion. 
but according to others, Elias left the command to Jonadah, the son of Rechab. Rechab. And this is the cause that the sons of the prophets are sometimes called in the scripture Rechabites, of whom you may see honorable mention made in Jeremiah chapter 35. Jeremiah chapter 35. But whoever governed, this is certain, that the successors of St. Elias remained on Mount Carmel until the coming of Christ. And even this very day they preserve in God's church in the person of the religious Carmelites who, by hereditary and never interrupted succession, this is key, people, never interrupted succession. Oh, come on, no. Descended from them with never interrupted succession. As most grave authors that have written do affirm, I will content myself to produce two or three testimonies for the defense of this truth. Several popes, namely Sixtus IV, Julius II, Gregory XIII, and Clement VIII, just to name a few name drops, in their bulls, capital B-U-L-L-S, you want some bull? Here's some bull. Granted, it was like a bulletin, that's where the original word bulletin came from. Granted to the order of the Carmelites, have divined and canonized this assertion by these following words, quote, The sacred order of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mount Carmel, which now flourisheth in God's church, and the professors of it are the lawful successors of the holy prophets Elias and Elias. In the year 1282, certain prelates of the East, being informed that the antiquity of the Order of Carmelites were called in doubt, they wrote a letter to the Pope dated the 23rd September in the city of Akong, which is related by Waldensis de Sacramentalibus, Title Nine, Chapter 89. In this letter, the Archbishop of Nicosia, the Bishop of Hebron, the Bishop of Tiberiad, and other prelates do attest that this order flourished on Mount Carmel and other places of the East from the immemorial Many other testimonies may easily be produced for verifying of this assertion, but I refer the reader to great volumes which have been published concerning the same matter. And 
I will conclude by showing what is formerly the opinion of our famous University of Cambridge concerning this point. The year 1374. A great dispute was excited here in England about the antiquity of the Carmelites who, as we will show hereafter, are called brothers and sisters of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mount Carmel. For the deciding of this controversy, the University of Cambridge deputed several doctors. Deputed. Deputed. Oh, de dep deputy? Deputed? Okay. Several doctors, both of divinity and of the canonical and civil law amongst whom was John Donwick, Chancellor of the University, and many other eminent and learned persons. After a long and serious examination of whatever could be aligned, alleged, what could be alleged on both sides, this learned and honorable assembly published the following decree in our favor. Quote, we have heard the reasons and allegations, and moreover, having seen, read, and examined the privileges, chronicles, and ancient writings of the said order of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mount Hamel, we pronounce, determine, and declare as it is manifested to us by the said histories and as it is manifested to us by said histories and other ancient writings, that the brothers of this order are really the imitators and successors of the holy prophets Elias and Elaiseus, given at Cambridge the 23rd of February, 1374. Unquote. Oh, here we go again. Page 19. My phone just does whatever it wants to do. Story of my life. These sons of the prophets for as much as concerns their life and conversation, were so alienated from the world, so assiduous in prayer, so rigorous in their mortifications, and so exemplary and laudable, laudable in their actions, that from the sanctity of their lives, they were in process of time named as Philo writes in his book. Yeah, we've been reading that one too. Okay. Quad omnis pribus sit liber. And St. John Chrysostom, 45, in Act of the Apostles, by these words. Essenid est sancti de cuntord hoc enim vult Nomen Essenorum a vitae honestate. Others call them assidui, 
and under this title, mention is made of them in the first Maccabees chapter two, book two. Or, I'm sorry, not Maccabees one, Mechab, two, which name took its rise from their assiduousness and constancy to God's service, according to the opinion of Larenus, who says. Assidui dicti sunt ad assiduante, cultus. Top of page twenty, divini. Joseph, the most famous historian of the Jews, lib six antiquit cap thirteen, says that they all observed rigorous poverty. And had all things in common. Common sense, he makes mention of their chastity, obedience, and silence. Plinus, in the fifth book of his Natural History, Natural History, says the same, and speaking of their chastity, relates. It is a wonder that they should persevere so many years without marriage. Or generation, and also the prophet Jeremy in chapter twenty-five saith much in praise of the Rachel bites, Rachel bites. Ah, Rachel got it for their poverty, obedience, and abstinence. Now that the Rachel bites did appertain to the order and institute of Elias. Tis learnedly proved by Lazenna, Tom one an annal ad annum mundi eleven eighty nine. Finally, Joseph the Jew affirms that these an essenni, as he calls them, are in so great veneration among the people for their admirable virtues and piety and perfection of life, that they were commonly esteemed to have something above human nature. Superd, and Herod himself, who was grown to that height of impiety, that he seemed to condemn all other things, how holy soever. Nevertheless, he held these sacred persons in a great deal of honor and veneration, and this is the cause. As I suppose that when the rest of the Jews were led captives to Babylon in the time of Nebuchadnezzar, these devout successors of Elias were permitted to retain their top of page twenty-one, happily and religiously lived and preserved till that time, whereon God chose to redeem the world by the incarnation and death of His. Beloved son, whose virgin mother lived at Nazareth, three miles only distant from Mount Carmel, <gasps> and this is where it all relates and connects Nazareth and Mount Carmel. She did often visit these religious hermits and honor them with her friendship and conversation, as the following chapter will relate. Ah. <sighs> Prayer intentions and wish lists. Amen. 
End of chapter one. We will try to be back. Middle of page 21. Thank you so much for whoever's listening and have a blessed good night. We'll be back.
I need the lyrics. Imagination dragons all go out and made up. Okay. St. Michael, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. When the days are cold and the cold and the saints we see are all made of gold. When your dreams they fail and the worst we hail and the worst of all and the bloods run stale. I want to hide the truth, I want to shelter you, but with the beast inside, there's nowhere we can hide, no matter what we breed, we still are made of greed, this is my kingdom come, this is my kingdom come, payback, <laughs> that's, what, that's what she always used to say, Mama Tompkins, payback, I'm sorry, the way you treat your mama is the way your kid's going to treat you. Ah, payback. She is such a drama queen. Sorry, mama. I'm sorry. When you feel my heat, look into my eyes. It's where my... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Don't get too close. It's stuck inside it's where my demons hide it's where my demons hide when the curtain falls it's the last of all when the lights fade out all the sinners crawl so they dug so they dug your grave and the masquerade will call will come calling out at the mess you've made don't want uh, I, ugh. don't want to let you down uh but i'm but i am hellbound sorry though this is all for you don't want to hide the truth no matter what we breed, we still are made of greed. This is my kingdom come. This is my kingdom come. What? Mama. Yes. I can't get a moment of peace. No, you can't. When you, okay, bye. Whatever. Five minutes to pee. Oh, seven minutes to pee. We're improving. Come on, phone. The Way of the Cross Via Cruxis Led by His Holiness Pope Francis
Good Friday, April 10, 2020, for 10, 2020. Via Cruxix, Maiolici, 1757. Stations of the Cross, 2020. Meditations from Padua Prison. One, a prisoner serving a life sentence. Two, two parents whose daughter was murdered. The shack, go watch it. Three, a prisoner. La Green Mile. Four, the mother of a prisoner. Mother Mary. Five, a prisoner. Six, a catechist. Seven, a prisoner. Eight, the daughter of a man sentenced to life imprisonment. Nine, a prisoner. Ten, a prisoner teacher. Eleven, a priest accused and later acquitted. Twelve, a civil magistrate. Thirteen, a Volunteer Religious Brother. Fourteen. A Corrections Officer. Introduction. We'll be back with that. I mean. All right, now I'm reading from Archive. Dot org, the original photocopied book. We're going to cover the table of contents. St. John of the Cross, Dark Night of the Soul, contains two books, you see. One deals, the first one, deals with the Dark Night of the Soul of the Night of Sense. S-E-S-E. S-E-N-S-E. The second book deals with Dark Night of the Soul of the Night of the Spirit. So the first one deals with the senses and the second one deals with the spirit. And Father Ayler is telling us that the second part is the part that we cannot do. It is the part that God will do. It's His will be done by His power, Holy Spirit. So I'm very interested in to see what is going to be said in here. So in the spirit of recourse, right, reparation, rewind, we're going to recourse backwards and reverse and start with chapter, I'm, I'm a book two, 
and then go back to chapter, uh, go back and read book one because I'm just wanting to jump ahead. I'm sorry. You can always read it on your own notes. I'm sure somebody else has recorded it out there. And, but first, I do want to do the table of the contents for book one and two, and then so we get a macro idea in our head. Okay, great. Book one of the night of sense. It's all the first things we ever do. And seconds. Chapter one, page five, of the imperfections of beginners. You could see why this book one, okay, wait, of the senses. You gotta start with their senses before you can move on to the invisible, right? Like Father Chris Ayler said, as we, or the other father, anyways, as we let go of, as we close our eyes and see, and st right? We got to be able, as babies, we don't like the dark. Babies don't like the dark. He's getting to the phase where he's like, he can't sleep with the light off. He's like, lights, lights. He'll cry. He'll just sit there and cry so sadly. And at first he didn't know what to say. And I didn't know what he needed. And I'm like, you have everything you need. Why all of a sudden you start crying? You don't go to sleep like normal. So yeah, he's getting to the stage where he doesn't like to sleep in the dark. So that's what it's like. We're starting to see the things of this world. And we like it. He doesn't want, babies don't want to go to sleep because they like the things of this world so much. Hey, everything is new to them. I had to really, took away, it took me a long time to get understanding of this point. That's why he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They really don't. They're like babies. I have to keep telling my five-year-old that my two-year-old is a baby. <laughs> I keep having to tell her, you were just like that when you were little. They're getting to the point where they fight with each other over toys. Okay? <laughs> it's crazy down in here. Okay, anyways. So as we start, and when we grow up, and we start seeing that things of this world are getting pretty nasty. I don't want this no more, Lord. What the hell is going on? And you just want to close. I can't. I can't. I just can't look at y'all no more. I got it. I just right. What was that expression? Mm. That's when you start closing your eyes, and you start looking to within, and you see. Start looking for the God that is invisible beyond everything we can see. And we see him from inside, from our heart. Chapter two of some spiritual imperfections to which beginners are liable in the matter of pride. Chapter 3, of the imperfections of avarice. What's avarice? Asians got rice? <laughs> no, you okay. Okay. <laughs> the other avarice, okay. Too much rice, you see. 
it's not about loving rice. It's loving rice too much. Joy Luck Club. Anyone? Okay, great. In the spiritual sense, page 13, chapter 4, of the imperfection of luxury, spiritually understood. Luxury, spiritually understood. Maybe we do have to read some of these chapters. I don't know. We'll, we'll come back to it. Let's get to the good part first. Focus on the finish line, right? Oh, get you through the crap. Okay, 16. Milestones, people, milestones. I need some goody cookie to look forward to, yeah? Okay, great. Page 16. Who stuck their hands in the cookie jar? No, we're not going to do that. Chapter 5. Of the imperfections of anger. Oh, there's my anger management retreat right there. Bookmark that. Page 21, Blackjack. Chapter 6 of the Imperfections of Spiritual Gluttony. Spiritual Gluttony. Page 22. Uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. Precipice. Chapter 7 of the Imperfections of Envy and Spiritual Sloth. Mm-hmm. I ain't lazy, River. Page 27, Chapter 8. Explanation of the Dark Knight. Well, there you go. Page 30, Chapter 9. Of the signs by which it may be known. You want a sign? saw a sign by which it may be known that the spiritual man is walking in the way of this night or aka purgation purge yourself of sense flush the toilet please you don't have to finish like completely before you can flush the toilet <gasps> You can take the liberty of multiple flushings, please. Okay, wait. Enough toiletries. Page 34. Oh, there's more. Wait. But wait. There's more. Chapter 10. How they are to conduct themselves who have entered the dark night. Uh-huh. Conduct yourselves. Maestro. Chapter 11. Explanation of the second line of the first stanza. Page 45. Chapter 12. Of the benefits, friends with benefits, of the night of sense. Page 49. Chapter 13, of other benefits of the night of sense, page 57. And last chapter, 14, of the, the last line of the first stanza, explained, finally. Page 64, we will be back with book two, table of contents, back.
see something. <laughs> Chapter 2 Why the Successors of the Prophets are Called Brothers of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mount Carmel. Brothers! And of the propagation of their order under the gospel. The plenitude of time approaching in which Almighty God moved with compassion towards mankind had decreed to blot out the sins of the world by the most precious blood of His only begotten Son, our Divine Savior. This joyful news of our approaching redemption was by divine revelation made known to some of the religious followers of Elias and Elaeus. Then, living in, solid, in the solitude of Mount Carmel, who, above all others, did most earnestly desire and expect the nativity of that sacred virgin who was to be the mother of the desired Messiah, as they had been instructed by the holy patriarch Elias. And it was kept as a certain tradition amongst them. 22. In that order was founded in honor and imitation of the most pure and immaculate virgin who was to be the sovereign princess and protectress of it so that they had reason to aspire after the time of her birth. These happy tidings of Christ's approach was by the sons of the prophets communicated to Emerentiana, mother of St. Anne, and they gave her also assurance from heaven that of her race should be born the virgin who was to be the mother of the Messiah. This motive induced her to embrace the state of marriage which before she rejected and almighty and God almighty was pleased in verification of what he had revealed to her of what he he had revealed to her by the religious of Mount Carmel to bless her marriage with two daughters, Sobe and Anne.
Annie. Golly, Annie. Pray for Annie. Give me out. So be okay, and Annie. Which Sobe was the mother of Saint Elizabeth, of whom was born Saint John the Baptist. And Saint Anne was the mother of the most sacred Virgin Mary, mother of God. Saint Cyril, Cyril, S. Y R I L Palianidorus Carthagena and others says Tom one annals Thomas the first annals is that what it says? All right. Saint Anne had her house at Nazareth. It's like Nazareth, but it's spelled with a M. M. Saint Anne had her house at Nazareth, which is distant only three miles from the part from that part of Mount Carmel. There you go. Six degrees of separation. Three on the side. Three on the other side. Seven's in the middle, where the sons of the prophet. Named Aseni or Asidui had their habitation. Wherefore the most blessed virgin, together with her mother, were wont sometimes to return thither. And by reason of their virtue and sanctity, she took a singular delight in conversing. And discoursing familiarly with them, she instructed them in many things that concerned our Savior. She comforted them in their adversities. She exhorted them to perseverance and assured them of her assistance, protection, and prayers. Top of page twenty-three. On the other side, those heretical fathers, knowing assuredly that this was the Virgin, whom the holy patriarchs and prophet Elias had foreseen above nine hundred years before she was born. Under the figure of a little cloud, rising out of the sea, in the form of a man's footstep, and whom he had assigned for the advocate and protectress of their most holy order, they dedicated themselves wholly to her, as her. Perpetual servants, children, and devotees, considering her as the only refuge, advocate, and mother of their congregation. Tritenius de laudibus 
Carmel Chapter 7 Carthagena and Others Yes, baby. Mom? What do you want? It's onions. What do you want? No, what, what do you want no. onions for? Here. Onions. Want the whole bag? What do you want? No. Yeah. Want to play with it? Don't play with food. What? It's mom. It's mom. No. What am I getting? Yeah. You want toys? I'll get you toys. It's yucky. What do you want to play with a yucky bag for? Yeah, I'll get you. Oh, balloon? You want balloon? I make you, I make you bag balloons. Okay. Okay. Come on. Baggy balloons. All right, baggy balloons. Up a page. A little after the birth of our Savior at the bottom, middle of last paragraph of 23. Oh, yeah. Who became himself or is Jesus not God? What are you guys talking about? Who became himself or is Jesus not God? Who became himself or is Jesus not God? I am the Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end. Okay. But God has no beginning and no end. So is Jesus contradicting himself? No, he said he is. He didn't say he had. He didn't say he had a beginning. He said he is the beginning. Right. He's the beginning and the end. So the, how is it? But God, the, the, the definition of God is no beginning and no end. Yeah, he didn't say he had a beginning. He said that he is a beginning. What's the difference? You see, you see, you I don't see. know how to explain it. Um, I can. Easily. It's see, there's only one way out of this. Uh, <laughs> that's why Tutu is like... Uh. Okay. The painting, you, you, you paint the painting. That's the beginning. You paint it. The end when you finish. So, okay. But that doesn't mean the artist has a beginning nor end, but the painting has one. So he is the beginning. He's the painter. He paints the image. Very close. Good enough for a kid. Which is very... It, that's good. Not yet, but that's good. You getting it, though. But then they're going to keep saying that's contradicting because beginning and end. Meaning there's a beginning, there's an end. But if Jesus is God, which means he has no beginning and no end. I don't get it. He didn't say he was, he didn't say he has a beginning. He said he is the beginning. There's a difference between is and had. I, didn't even, I don't understand that, but how do you even see that? So, do you see that different in that? Uh, is, I... Give me a difference between is and have. He is a beginning. I have a beginning. I have a beginning. But if I am the beginning, I am the beginning of this creation. I start with this. I'm the, I'm the start to this creation, right? 
I created the start, and I created the ending, but I have no ending, and I have no beginning. I don't understand what you don't get. You see that? That's the Holy Spirit right there. Okay, now I get it. Very what? good. Very now good. you get it. I don't get it. Well, I mean, you, you, if, if you explain it that way, I'm telling you, people still don't get what you're saying. Oh my. Okay, now watch this. You, but you're right. Keep that. I'm telling you, keep that close to your heart because I don't think your mother understands. <laughs> um, do you understand? There's a different thing. Do you have and, Bible verses to to prove that? I, I guess I, I think I heard it around Revelation or maybe end of Revelation. Like how? What? No, the, what you were talking about. I think that was the end of Revelation. Well. Let me explain. <laughs> oh, man. In the beginning was the word. Right? And the word... What? Something, something. And through him. See? Through him. All things are made. Which explain what you just said right there, son. You get it now? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, because the through him part, the him is Jesus. See, God the Father, through Jesus, Holy Spirit made it happen. Get it? The Father is the thinker. Jesus is the thought, and the Holy Spirit has made it happen. And the Holy Spirit is the union between the Father and the Son, the love between them. So, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, if they say that the Creator, then they they they'll be off. If they keep saying, if they, that's why the Muslim didn't understand. So that they they they. they Keep saying that Jesus is not God. Get it? That's the reason. That's what they bugs. That's what they they didn't understand. They said that, that Jesus never said he's God. He he said he's the Alpha and Omega. Okay. So it's kind of hey, like, hey, so it's kind of like son. I took you to the dollar store, and I said, go ahead, pick pick whatever you want. He wants a big. Never finish it. It's okay. At least he's not stupid. We know that he's smart. He want a, a nice one that is nice and big and round and perfect. He don't want no cracked one. So at least he know the difference. <laughs> he want the good stuff. <laughs> hey, a two year old. He he want the good stuff. That that's a good time. <laughs> Just gonna keep me awake, boys. Right? Let's keep me awake. I don't want to drink if it came in one. Yeah, they will. Hey, gonna break it. A chocolate cookie. Yum, 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 yum. I don't yum, get it. Yum, 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 yum. You can't see it, what I'm seeing right now? Of course I can see. Of course that's why I say that you, I say you're on the right track. You, you, you don't what do you mean mommy doesn't understand what I'm saying? 
Do you understand what I was saying? You do, right? Okay, Dad. I want to listen. I was blowing balloons. Okay, the, qu the question was, like, if Jesus is God, why does he need baptized from John the Baptist? If he's sinless, why would he need to be baptized? And second of all, he said he's the Alpha and Omega, which means there's a beginning and there's an end. But God has no beginning and no end. So how do you explain how Jesus is God? So is that a contradiction? That's the question. Is that a contradiction? How can God say, the definition of God would be no beginning and no end, but Jesus said, I am the Alpha and Omega. Which is just the Greek alphabet, A to Z to everything. Okay. First, you gotta define the concept of time. Can you stop talking like that? Alright. First, you gotta define the first concept. <laughs> <laughs> she gets your whole spirit, see? What the dang? I got the. This is my drill sergeant! <laughs> Tied to y'all, stupid ass. Take your arms up and fire at will. What the heck is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What is that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Okay, no, seriously. Okay, so, concepts of time. We just have to realize we know nothing about the concept of time. We're in time. We're in the video game. Sure. We were born in the video game. <laughs> Man, stop dropping your chocolate. Stop dropping. No. So you know nothing about what's outside of time. You don't even know what time is. You know how long I've chewed on this concept of time since I was bored of working at Baker Ross. <laughs> Back then when I was working in the law firm. And I had, you know, everything was smooth. I wasn't worrying about my job every day. I finally found a nice place to work. So, you know, my mind starts to... Wonder. Jesus is the manifestation of the of God the Creator union with His creation. That was hard to understand. What are you talking about? Listen again. This is very important. Jesus, right? I mean, he's a he he, he was a fully man, correct? So you can obviously see him. Yes. Was he a human person? Yes. No. He's a fully human person. We the fallen uh, human. Not never mind. But as he's also divine. He has two natures. You say he's human person. Not in those words. Yeah, he's a human he's fully man, but he's fully God. How do you else are you gonna say it? He's divine person with two natures. That's what the Catholic Yes, it's that way. Fine. Why do you can't say human person because that's because the person's the person is also human and the person's also God. Mm. Not that he's he's a human person, but he's a, he's a human p person God. No, <laughs> that person is human and he's also God. Get it? No. Not, he doesn't partly human and partly God. No. Mm. <laughs> Jesus is the manifestation of the God that loved his creation and union with his creation. Yes. Oh, stop talking.
Tell me, just don't, just chill out. Don't go crazy. Now he's free with legs. <laughs> for a long time now. <laughs> Did you hear what I said, son? Jesus is the manifestation of God. Union with his creation. Like it was from the beginning. Oh my goodness, Lord. It's making my brain hurt. <laughs> I'm trying to understand okay. what that means. What is defined manifestation? You can't see God. Mm -hmm. But he can give you a... a, a a reflection of himself in the creation, right? Just like when you paint something, you put a little bit of yourself, your express, your ex your expression into the art, correct? Okay. So the art become somewhat of a reflection of that thought that guy was painting that painting. Yes. Um, I think you forgot to take out the. Other I didn't forget. One. You didn't ask me to do that. You just said that. Do, let him go. So, in the beginning was the word, and the word became flesh. Right? Get it? Mm -hmm. So that, that, that shows how it was in the beginning. That God, his whole intention was to union with his creation. But Adam fell. So it, it, it created the rift between man and God. Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Which allowed evil to enter into the world. So since God is holy, holy and evil cannot be exist together like that. They're like water and oil. Yeah, so it created a rift. And it was painful for God, but it's, it's like seeing his own creation fall into darkness. It's like seeing your own kid become evil hurting themselves mm. evil or not at the end result is you hurting yourself <laughs> you see so God allowed them to try to come back to God but they couldn't do it because they're too broken correct yep and so now God had two choices either let men you know pay for their own sin or God would have to do something about it. They can't do anything about it, but God could. Right? So, yeah. So, God took up on himself and sent his beloved son so that, so, so that in that way, we can, we can be union with him. Yeah.
It's kind of interesting. I've been pondering about that that verse. Like he's he's saying, if I didn't come, then you wouldn't have sinned. Hmm. I gotta think about that. And I gotta read about the the word before that. 